The excitement is building for the return of ACL Radio's Blues on the Green this year. Mark your calendar for two nights of music, food, and fun, Tuesday, June 11th and Wednesday, June 12th. We want to thank all of our sponsors, specifically Circuit of the Americas, for helping to keep ACL Radio's Blues on the Green free and open to the public in Zilker Park. Blues on the Green is an Austin tradition, and we look forward to seeing you again this summer. ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you react. The phone numbers, you'll need them. 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. You can follow me on Twitter or X or whatever we call it this week. It's at Jeff Ward Show. You can post your comments to Twitter or X or whatever we call it this week. Just don't suck. Get to the point. Bring your A game. Try to make the show better. Just make the show better. That's at Jeff Ward Show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast we put out each afternoon. The Jeff Ward Show podcast is available wherever you download your podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. I look like Shrek, but uh, seems to be doing pretty well, so... Subscribe to it. We post it to YouTube each afternoon. Uh, check it out. Uh, on Fridays, you know, it's, um, I don't know any other way to say this, except uh, you hear a series of songs that are awful, that no one in their right mind likes, ever liked. Everyone hates the songs. I just started calling it Songs That Suck. film All I know is the way I feel when it's real I keep it alive Ooh. What we try to do with songs that suck is you name the song, you name the artist and you name the year. There's no debating that it's terrible. That's not a debate. No person in their right mind would like any of these songs. <laughs> uh, the movie, I believe, was Officer and a Gentleman. And the artists were Joe Cocker and I believe Jennifer Warrens or Warren, I think. Warrens. Warrens. All right. Oh, boy. Yeah, bad, bad. I can't even remember if it's even a decent movie. I think it was. Richard Gere. Uh, Name of the song is Love Lifts Us Up, I assume. Up Where We Belong. Yeah, that's the rest of it. (laughs) And I'm going to say that's 1982. Nailed it. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. All right. Uh, The word that comes to mind is absurd. The word that comes to my mind is absurd. Maybe you have something else and that's fine. The cheating itself is and was absurd. The timing now of the punishment is 
absurd. The conversation, and this is what's really starting to irritate me, is the conversation about this. I guess it's not very cool since I'm sitting here working for a giant network that I would say a lot of the conversation is irritating to me, but I'm going to be intellectually honest and say the conversation about the cheating, I think, is absurd. The defense of Michigan is and has been absurd. And the old-fashioned construct of the sport itself is absurd. Disagree with all of it, none of it, I don't care. I find everything about this absurd. Jim Harbaugh, the head coach of Michigan, who is always, it seems, involved in some sort of drama. He wins, but it's usually with drama. He has been suspended for the rest of the regular season. That suspension is for games only. The punishment was handed down minutes ago by the Big Ten Conference. I'm going to say less than 10 minutes. The punishment was handed down by the Big Ten Conference. The punishment of he will be suspended for regular season games only starting tomorrow. I believe Michigan is on their way to Happy Valley to play Penn State tomorrow at noon, and he will not be on the field tomorrow. He will not be on the field the rest of the regular season. Apparently, the Big Ten decided that they would allow him to coach during the week, but he will not be on the field for games. Jim Harbaugh and only Jim Harbaugh. Uh, This was the Big Ten's decision. This was not the school, and this has not been the NCAA. I hear everybody getting that wrong, too. This is the Big Ten decision. Here's a quick primer for people that are confused by the whole thing. It goes like this. Michigan has had an assistant coach. I believe we've learned that he makes $55,000 a year. Um, He's called an analyst. Just so you know, college football programs like Michigan or Texas are these giant football factories. They are bloated with people. There's people everywhere. There are people on the payroll that uh, are all over the place. There is there is probably no more bloated operation than a football factory program. Michigan had an assistant coach with the worst or best porn star name of all time, Connor Stallions. He would travel around. I don't know that I have to say allegedly. I think it's pretty obvious. He would travel around in video, other teams' signals for play calls. He would scout out their signals for play calls. So you know in college football, which is something I need to address and I think needs to be addressed more often, this is why this industry is so dumb and so old-fashioned and so stuck in the mud, it creates its own problems. This is the least progressive industry that I can think of, and that's college football. It's eating itself alive with a lack of progress. And I think this story is part of it. But if you've ever watched a college game, which of course takes six and a half hours, um, you will see all these silly people with signs. The signs are play calls. Some of the signs are fake. Some of them are real. And so they signal in the plays. 
and they'll have signs with messages. Then within that, the quarterback will have, you know, that message means this formation and this play call. So they, they send in the play calls. And that's very much against the rules to travel around and videotape those play calls to try to then learn to decipher the play calls. More than, I don't know, it feels like 500 times a day now, I hear people say, well, everybody does that. Well, no, they don't, actually. Yeah, everybody tries to guess what the play signal is, but they typically don't travel around and videotape them and brag about it on their LinkedIn page, which the porn star named Dude did. No, they don't do that. They don't. It's pretty silly. Is there a huge advantage to it? Not really. I mean, I, you're going to win without it if you're good. So that that's, that's the basic back, backdrop of what has happened. It's not... If, if you're on one sideline and you're one of these 700 assistant coaches on a sideline and you think you figured out what the face of Shrek means when they hold it up and you go run over there and tell the coach, I think when they put Shrek's face up, they're going to run that uh, reverse pass. Okay, defense, here come, when you see Shrek's face, here comes the double reverse pass. That is not illegal. It's not. People guess all the time. They get it wrong usually and it screws stuff up. But they guess all the time. Where this was clearly against the rules, where it's not even a gray area, you can argue whether it should be a rule or shouldn't be a rule, but the fact is it was a rule. You can't travel around with a bunch of electronic devices going Navy SEAL on people and videotape it trying to... I mean, why you, can't you do that? I don't know. It's against the rules. It is. And no, people don't do that. It's not worth the hassle. Michigan did. They had this goofy former military intelligence guy trying to steal signs by going Rambo on people, sort of. Okay, so that's it. And now Jim Harbaugh has been suspended for the rest of the regular season I think the team had already left when the, when the decision was handed down. Um, I don't know that he got on the plane or not. I suspect they probably told him, um, surely they had some kind of idea, hey, Jim, you better wait here. If it's all cool, you can take the Goldstream anyway. So I, I'd, I'd be surprised if Jim Harbaugh was on that plane and then told to come back. So he cannot be on the sidelines the rest of the regular season, but he can coach during the week. I don't know the answer just yet. Maybe the, maybe the porn star guy can hook up some devices so he can communicate with the team while he's away. I don't know if that means he can't be in the press box or whatever. I'm not sure that's been clarified yet. Okay, so this has been talked about to the absurd level. I think in absurd ways now for several days, and it's about to hit its peak. <sighs> I think it's all absurd. Point number one in the absurdity. Um, I regularly rail on the industry of college football, not necessarily because of the people involved, not necessarily because it's, it lives in an excess of no other industry. It spends money like no other industry. It is not run well at all. It is not managed well 
at all. It is not officiated well at all. And this is a perfect example. You see, the sign stealing, the signs themselves, six different dudes on the sideline with six different signs. You know what? It's really not necessary. Had the sports had any sort of progressive mentality whatsoever, they would have done exactly what the NFL did a long, long time ago. But see, college football is in 1980. All they had to do, one, you don't need as many people on the sideline. Number two, you don't need the goofball signage. All you needed was a $3 speaker in the quarterback's head, headgear. And then you tell the quarterback the play, you know, like the NFL has been doing for decades. It's really not that hard. They, all they had to do was that. And this whole concept of stealing signs or having signs at all would have been a moot point. But it's such a dumb industry with so little focus. It's unbelievable how bureaucratic and dumb that sport is. How it's managed. Because this could have been solved. Should have been solved. It shouldn't even have taken anyone to say, you know, it should have been some college coach somewhere said, you know what I'm going to do? I don't think it's weird that we have all these guys on the side sending in signs. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get, I don't radio. let's go to Radio Shack. We're going to go to Radio Shack and get a $3 thing. And we're going to put it in the helmet like the NFL does. Then we're going to say, hey, Bob, the play is X. And guess what we've solved now? We've saved time. We've saved a lot of time. We've saved a lot of goofy people waving their arms and holding up silly signs. We've saved a lot of stuff. We've even saved the world from a guy with a poor name like Connor Stallions because this would have never had to happen. You don't have to steal the signs when the coach just says, hey, Bob, run the power sweep or whatever. And it could have been done so easily. It's not exactly rocket science. And the NFL has been doing it forever. So that's part of the absurdity of this is it never even had to come to this. The defense by Michigan of Michigan is silly, absurd. It's laughable. The sign-stealing scandal is dumb enough, right? But the thing that I found that's gotten dumber is the defense of Michigan even doing it. It's mind-numbing. It's so stupid. Um, again, not a very cool thing to do. I'll own that. So I'm watching today on an extra long run. I'm watching this debate go on. And here comes Desmond Howard, who won the Heisman Trophy at Michigan. He is on ESPN's College Game Day. Obviously, he's bothered, but he went to Michigan. So, I mean, I, I, to some level, I understand being defensive, I guess. Um, you know, when you're in our business, you're supposed to be intellectually honest. But... Um, So he's defending them. And I hear this a lot. I do. I've heard a lot of arguments. Who cares? They're out to get them. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know if this argument's going to now go away or this argument is going to get worse. And all these players are 26 and a half hours away from kicking off at Penn State while all this goes on. It's the biggest game they've played this year so far. It's on the road. They can't, I'm sure there's no way they can avoid all of the coverage and conversation here. And they don't even know at this moment if their coach is going to be on their plane or on their sideline. How do you expect that to impact their game tomorrow against Penn State? 
Well, Greeny, I, I want to first ask Des just a second. How are they being treated unfairly? Like they're going through due process at the moment. So I push back on that to an extent. But as far as this game is concerned, no, 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 Greeny, no. The, the commissioner, the commissioner is, is actually treating them unfairly. He's circumventing due process by the NCAA. That's why. You know, Greg, if this, this would never happen in the SEC. Are you telling me that they would do this to Nick Saban in Alabama? Hell okay, no. You know that the commissioner so would never it, do so this. So now we're going down the whataboutism? Like, this, whether or not Jim Harbaugh was responsible or not, sure. Well, I'm not suggesting that he was back there. He was the mastermind behind this grand scheme. I'm not. What I'm suggesting is they're not being treated unfairly. They made their bed. A guy that is associated with the Michigan program they're, they're absolutely was being treated seen unfairly. Absolutely. at other games. They are not being treated unfairly. They are being heavily scrutinized. Yes, they're, because they're what circumventing happened, due process, Greg. I, that's fair enough. Maybe they maybe they are to an extent. I don't know about the due process or yeah. whatnot. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Every minute gets dumber. Dumber. Well, well, well yeah. All of you, shut up. Stop. Please stop. Stop with this. Um, I'm pretty certain that we... Uh, you can say a lot about our judicial system if you would like. Uh, there's There's points to be made. There's unfairness to it. There's a lot of lot of arguments to be made. I'm pretty certain our legal process never had in mind the Michigan football program. I don't know where in the world due process factors into any of this. And by the way, knucklehead, the, pan- the punishment was handed down by the Big Ten itself. You've got to be kidding. This is not a due process issue. This is not complicated at all. This argument is absurd. What due process? This is not real complicated. All you have to do Okay, all, all anyone, just use some common sense here. I'm not even sure anyone screaming due process even, un- process even understands what they're talking about. But one, Mich- Michigan is not owed due process. Jim Harbaugh is not going to jail. Not yet. Okay, this is not about some criminal defense. It's stupid sign stealing by a stupid moron on the sidelines. There's no due process to this. It's not real complicated. And I don't know why anyone talking can't turn around and do this. Okay. It's not tough. Michigan says everyone with a microphone seems to be saying or trying to say that they haven't been given due process. And everybody is jealous. And we would have crushed those teams anyway. And, and, and what about him defense? It's like listening to Donald Trump. Or a five-year-old. Yes, Michigan beats the teams they've been spying on with or without sign stealing. Yes, um, they're a huge program with huge success and are very good right now. How good, we don't know because their schedule has been ridiculously easy. They have two tough games. But yes, they're loaded with talent. They beat the teams they spy on easily one way or another. Got it. Um, But... The questions are pretty simple about this, okay? The stop the due process. The question is, what's reasonable punishment for such a stupid thing to do? Such an over-the-top, ridiculous thing to do. What's a reasonable punishment? You did it. You did it. You clearly broke the rules. Why is beyond any sensible human being? But you did. 
Oh, due process. Okay, let's stop right now. Let's have a five-minute trial. Desmond Howard can be a part of it. Jim Harbaugh can be a part of it. You know what I never hear anybody say is we didn't really do that. But here you go. Simple. The guy in these photos, you know, the guy with the porn star name, the guy in these photos, the guy on camera, that guy right there, at times at other schools, we're looking at him in all these pictures. Here's the evidence. So you want due process, here's the evidence. Here's that guy, your guy, okay? Um, he's on the sideline dressed in other schools' colors. Is that person an employee of yours, Michigan, yes or no? Answer the question, yes or no. Is that person on that team sideline your employee? Yes or no? Because we're going to get through this due process really quickly. Okay, the answer is yes. Seems to be pretty clearly yes. If you're going to say it's not, then I'm going to hold up a picture of him on your staff. Then I'm going to hold up a picture next to him of him on the other team's sideline. So your employee is there. That's your employee. The goofball is right there. Got it. Okay. Yes. Did you or anyone on your staff... No, he was videotaping these other programs to, to get their play signals, their signs. However silly you may think it is. I think it's silly. Is that, did you know your employee was doing this? Yes or no? You're going to say no. Okay. Could you please then understand and explain to everyone else why he, your employee, who we now see on a video, which you've now had to admit, is on these other sidelines or at least videoing them, why is he talking to your staff on your sideline, your employee? Did you know he was doing this? If not, that's a tough one. Does the school know? But okay, your answer is no, we didn't know he was doing this. Okay. Um, did the school pay and pay for him to go on these trips? Why is he next to the head coach and the defensive coordinator having a discussion? And more importantly, in the process of due process, if he did nothing wrong, why did you fire him? Why did you fire him? Why did you announce that you fired him? Why didn't you just sit down? He sits there. Jim Harbaugh sits here. Jim says, I don't even know who this dude is, but what were you doing? I don't know. Why did you fire him? Stop at the due process. This is ridiculous. Um... The other argument is everyone's jealous of us. No one else would do this. I don't know if anyone else would do this or not, but you did. You did. And it's silly. And your defense is silly. And the fact that you did it is even just, it's absurd. It's absurd. All of you are absurd. So all those are fair questions with yes or no answers. Okay. Um, I never knew him was a terrible defense because, well, you fired him. Yeah. See, that's kind of weird. If you never even knew who he was, why'd you guys get rid of him? Um, they paid him and he's on video chatting with the coaches. Um, Michigan is guilty of something that's ridiculously over the top. If you can decide, if you want to have a debate, there's only a few things to really debate. Okay. And, and please understand what I've said at the very beginning. A $3 microphone solves all of this problem. An industry that is not stuck in 1980 doesn't have these problems. It doesn't. It, an industry with any sort of management whatsoever doesn't have these problems. 
These are out-of-control programs that have no rules, no barriers, and don't have to answer to anyone. And somebody at Michigan's program under Jim Harbaugh did stupid stuff and got busted for it. That's all this is. He's always in drama, too, by the way. So is the punishment fair now? I don't even know the answer to that, to be honest. I, it's so dumb. This whole thing is so dumb. The punishment is he will not be at games, but he can coach during the practice. Uh, the team apparently <laughs> wore us, I think it was us against the world shirts when they got on the plane. Um, well, you should have in your shirt is, why are we acting so stupid? That's what you should have on your shirt. Why did we do something so dumb? But they're going to be mad. They're going to be grumpy. They're going to be, you know, they're good. They, I, I don't know that it will matter if he's not on the, on the sidelines for the games. Don't know. Is that punishment fair? Um, the other part would be, will, you know, what does it do to them as a team, if anything? I'm not sure I buy that it does much. Uh, not having him around all week would matter, I think. Not having him there on a Saturday, I'm not quite sure it's going to matter that much. I don't think it throws them off, I guess, is my answer. Uh, That's another part to this that we're now left with. And now after all this drama, as usual, he's usually involved with some drama, you know, whether or not he's going to stay there or bolt for the NFL, or maybe at this point, I wouldn't say they want him out because he wins. But they got to be really tired at Michigan of the constant drama around Jim Harbaugh. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. There you go. Songs that suck Friday. You know, that was such a, it's such a bad song, it's kind of cool. And such a bad video, it kind of works. It's the Super Bowl shuffle by the members of the Chicago Bears. It would include, I, I, I think I can even get everybody in the frame right. That would include Walter Payton, Gary Fensick, the worst white guy dancer of all time. Jim McMahon, Wilbert Marshall, I believe Refrigerator Perry, Wilt, Otis Wilson, Otis Wilson, I believe Kevin Butler as well, I think. All right, so that would have been 1985 by a bunch of dudes from the Chicago Bears. Uh, he is Cedric Golden, a famous writer for the Austin American Statesman. This is not about flipping houses or crypto. We call it buy or sell. That means there's a statement that is made. Uh, we're either going to agree or disagree with the statement made. All of you can do the same. You're either buying it or you are selling it. Two media legends, five topics, and a moment of jackassery. This is buy or sell. That's buy or freaking sell. All right, here we go, gentlemen. Buy or sell number one. The Big Ten made the right call on suspending Michigan's Jim Harbaugh. Buy or sell. Man, I love that. Uh, I'm buying, but I got to get this in. 
They call me Fridge, and I'm the rookie. I may be large, but I'm no dumb cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you know that. Wow, I don't know if that's... That was my uh, jam, Jeff Ward. That was my jam. Are you proud? I mean, I don't know whether to be proud of you or disgusted. I'm not sure which one. Both. 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 Yeah. You have to be. It was um, it was yeah, kind of cool. It was kind of cool, though. I have to say, it was pretty it was. cool. And they and they and they were the best thing going. They I really were. One one. They were great. They were great with personality. So uh, I'm buying it, but um, you know. And on our next topic, I'll go into it a little bit more. Well, I mean, I'm buying it because what do you expect from the Big Ten? That's their cash cow. CFP money is real, and to just to just suspend them for the rest of the the whole bang the bowl game, which includes the CFP, would, would be to take some money out of the Big 12's pocket. They're going to need him to win those games. So I'm buying, but he's guilty as hell, and he and he's smug, and I hate that. I hate smug, Jeff. I hate when, when people do wrong things and then give that look like they didn't. Kansas rewarding Bill Self with the highest-paid contract after we know they cheated. I mean, they're just above the law, and it, it, it sickens me to no end. I'm buying that they should have suspended him, but it should have been for more. Agreed. Uh, I've already gone on a 25-minute rant how absurd <laughs> this is on every level, from the porn star name to the fact that college football even has the stupid signs to begin with, that the sport is so stuck in – 1980 that they can't even figure out to go to Radio Shack to just do what the NFL does and not even need signs to send in plays. You can just call them into the quarterback exactly what any progressive industry would have done, and you don't have problems like this. Uh, It was cheating for the sake of cheating. It was cheating because... Harbaugh's just kind of that way. They knew it was against. Everybody has to know it's against the rules, no matter how silly it is. Yeah, they deserved more, but they were not going to give up. One, they didn't want the fight that was coming. The Big Ten didn't because – and number two, I agree with you. I don't think they wanted to risk giving up $6 million for a Final Four team. I think this is the the easiest path to cut that makes it look like you're a hard ass. And you're not. And you're not. not. Right. And and two helmets. Two helmets, Jeff. Right. Mike up. Mike up the middle linebacker and Mike up the quarterback, and you don't have these problems. You don't have these problems. You don't have any any goofballs in yellow shirts holding up pictures of Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and it gets worse. It gets, it gets worse. worse. It is idiotic. It really is. I I, I agree. Buy or freaking sell. Michigan does not make the college football playoff final four. Buy or sell. I'm selling because good things happen to bad people. <laughs> They're making it. They're making it. Good things happen to bad people. They do. They're going to make the CFP, and they're going to win at least one game, and then hopefully they'll be exposed by somebody in either the semis or the finals. Uh, but they will make it to the CFP. They've, they've, got, they've, just got to, they've just got to not get blown out by Ohio State. Uh, if they lose in a close game to Ohio State and Ohio State wins the Big Ten, I think Michigan's still going to go with one loss because they've been number one forever, and they're pretty good. They haven't played anybody. Um, they'd be smart to not leave it up to 
to the committee because I know there are a lot of people that are pissed off at him. But either way, I don't see them, even if they lose, dropping uh, four spots out. So um, they're going to make the playoff. You know, if there was karma, they would lose tomorrow. If there, oh, was, yeah. if there was karma, they would lose tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, I buy it, too. There's too much talent there. I know they haven't played anybody, but there's first-round picks all over the field for them. And Harbaugh can't coach. He's a jackass, but he can coach. What's going to be nauseating, what's, you, you can see this playing out now. It is going to be nauseating, this us against the world. Everyone is out to get us. They're, you know, they're just trying to bully us. It is going to be Donald Trump 2.0, and it's going to be nauseating the rest of the way. Um, I'm sure they've already started this stuff. Everyone's out to get us. You know, I mean, if I hear one more time, if this were the SEC, this wouldn't be happening. I don't even know where that argument keeps coming from. Um, yeah, I, they're going to be an easy, he's an easy. That's where it's coming from. Desmond Howard, the Michigan guy. Right, I, I, thought he, I thought he embarrassed himself today. He was so nonsensical. That was very buffoonish of him. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's better. He's better than that. Yeah, I know. I thought, so, I thought so, too. Um, I, the only I can hope is, because Harbaugh is an easy guy to dislike, I, I don't think he coaches again, and I don't blame the University of Michigan president for saying, man, I hope you win a trophy because I'm really sick of you because you're just nothing but drama. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he coaches at Michigan again next year. Um, oh God, no! But if he starts popping off, they're go- they're going to be. We're all going to want them to lose if he starts popping off. He should wear a black hat to the CFP semi because he's wearing one figuratively already. Buy or freaking sell. <laughs> The New York Giants have the worst offense in the NFL and will be shut out by Dallas on Sunday. Buy or sell? I sell. Um, I mean, even a broke watch is right twice a day. Um, they're horrible. I mean, they are awful. I mean, they got Danny DeVito's nephew quarterbacking him now, and um, he's not really his nephew. I just wanted to say I that. Um, how many other DeVitos do you know? Not I mean, exactly. That's exactly, and uh, and Saquon Barkley is lost. He is a he is a diamond in the worst rough in the NFL. This is one of those thirty-one to three type games. Graham Gano will bang one through from fifty-six yards at the half, and <laughs> they'll be down twenty-one-three. And the Cowboys are going to be in cruise control because they're angry about what happened in Philly. The Giants are really bad, and and Brian Flores, they probably did hired the wrong Brian. They should have hired Flores instead of Dayball. And even Belichick knows that. So I um, I expect a blowout. I expect it to be hideous. I expect the Cowboys to be the bully on the block. And uh, Daniel Jones is very lucky to be out for the season. Because who wants to play in front of that offensive line? Uh, this is the worst Giants team in maybe 15 or 20 years. I'm buying. Uh, I actually, in some sort of weird, freakish fascination, I enjoy seeing how horrible they are. I've never seen anyone except this DeVito dude. I've I watched in in amazement. I thought it was like, I thought it was fascinating how bad an NFL offense and quarterback can be. I watched the Jets and Giants have 27 punts. 27 punts. 
the Giants oh. did not. The Giants and Danny DeVito's cousin did not complete <laughs> a pass for three quarters. They did complete two passes for minus one yard. And that's against the Jets, who are good on defense, but that's not exactly playing Dallas in Dallas. I think, the, I think the bet of the day is how many times do the Giants cross midfield? Over, under, at three. Oh, man. Under. I say under. under. I don't think – because I, see, I don't think most people have watched – Freddie DeVito, Timmy DeVito, whatever his name is. I don't think anyone has watched. (laughs) I don't think anybody's watched how shockingly bad he is. It's really kind of fun. So there's some really good quarterbacks that are that are in the unemployment line. I mean, I've been I've been Fitzpatrick. It's magic at forty can come in and be better than this said, guy. Let me ask you this. Let's just say you are you know, a 38-year-old former quarterback who probably could still have some game in him. If this team with this offensive line called you right now, would you take that job? Uh, it depends on my 401k. Uh, okay. If I'm one of those 75% that, that file bankruptcy, then I, that I go to the fat farm for a week and then I sign that, that free agent deal and and uh, make sure my insurance is paid up. But if I got good money and uh, I still have the love for the game, I'm still not playing for them. No. I'm not going to get killed. No. I, I, I'm going to take a shutout. I, I think it happens, and I think the I just I encourage people to watch because I don't think you've ever seen NFL caliber play as bad as this. This is Buy or Sell. Two media legends, five topics, and a moment of jackassery. This is Buy or Sell. That's Buy or Freaking Sell. All right, here we go. Bryce Young of the 1-8 Panthers is a bust already. Buy or Sell. Oh, man. I think I got to buy it. Um, He's not going to get any taller. And... I watched him last week throw two pick sixes and three interceptions against the Colts defense that is not world beater style. He's he is gonna be miserable for the next four or five years in Carolina because there's literally no upside. Uh they got rid of Christian McCaffrey, which which could not have come at a worse time for him because he came along a, a year later. They are not dynamic at the skill positions. Their average up front, and he's a little quarterback who, unlike Kyler Murray, is not dynamic with his legs. So, uh, not a huge arm. He missed some routine throws last night. I sat through that that nightmare because I had fantasy league interests, and it's bad. It's bad, and I don't think he's going to be much better than than a uh, maybe in the top twenty quarterbacks. He might be eighteen to twenty at his peak. So that would make him as the number one overall pick, considering what what C.J. Stroud is doing in Houston, a colossal bust. Yes, he's a bust. Oof. Ah, uh, man. I'm going to sell it. I don't have much ground. Um, the only thing I can think of is, yeah, he's awful. They're awful. There is some shockingly bad offensive football going on right now in the NFL. It just, it just feels worse than, than in the past. 
he feels like it feels like a David Carr like thing to me, where it's just a bad team, bad line, bad setup. It's just you got no chance. You know, quarterback in the NFL is a byproduct of what's around him. What's around him is trash. Man, he's such a skillful, smart. I thought he had NFL quarterback written all over him. I would never thought he'd be great, but I thought he could handle it. So I'm going to hold out a slight hope that maybe he'll weigh by, you know, year three, he might weigh 170 pounds at the most. Um, he's got skills. The, the, problem, the problem now is, I mean, he's, he's forever now going to be compared to C.J. Stroud, who will have the best rookie quarterback since season since Dan Marino. So it's just going to make everything he does look even worse. Um, and that's, you know, that's just the way it is because the guy picked after him is – the best since Marino. Um, I'll 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 sell it for now, but I I'm not optimistic. Buy or freaking sell. All right, final buy or sell. The Bengals win the AFC North. Buy or sell. I'm, 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 I'm buying it. I'm buying it as much as I can buy anything. They're the best team in football right now, oh, along gosh. with the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, they are. Yes, those are the two best teams right now. You wouldn't you wouldn't pick the Chiefs over the Bengals right now. Maybe the Ravens because because Lamar Jackson is playing great. But when Joe Burrow is at the top of his game like he is, and they're in a division where where they might be able to reel in the Ravens, and even if they get a wild card, they've shown an ability to go on the road and win in the playoffs. They are they they have Joe Mixon who's rejuvenated. They've got those two great receivers in T. Higgins and, and Jamar Chase, even though they're a bit banged up. They're my pick right now because Lamar hasn't shown it in the playoffs. In the last three chances he's been in the playoffs, he's, he's soiled the bed all three times. But I'm telling you, Joe Burrow is on a mission. I think they have it all together. They have a good pass rush with Hendrickson and Pratt and Ronaldo Hill. I love what I'm seeing from from the Who Day Bengals. I'm buying. Oof. Uh, I'm selling just because I think Baltimore is better. Uh, Baltimore is deeper. Um, but the Bengals should have been in the Super Bowl a year ago. <laughs> I mean, yes. And they should have won it the year before that. So it's not a fluke. And they do know what they're doing come playoff time. Lamar Jackson will be the first half of the season MVP, and Joe Burrow is going to be the second half of the season MVP. That's where it's going to play out. And I don't know that they're the best two teams because I think Philly might be in there somewhere, but I think it's fair to say they're two of the best three teams are Baltimore and Cincinnati. I think that's probably fair to say. And he's on fire right now. He's just it's – just, it's another level all over again, uh, how accurate the guy is and how he moves around. Um you know, he's. we talk about Mahomes all the time, but, man, that, that guy, Mahomes is a great quarterback. Joe Burrow is like Brady in that he plays quarterback great. You know what, Jeff? What really got – what really uh, resonated with me was they start 0-2, and, and he's got literally – he's playing on one leg. That calf is still not 100%, but he's getting there. And he wins a Monday night game on one leg. I know just to keep them from going 0-3. Do you know what that does to a locker room? Those guys on defense, they're going to war with this guy. They're, they're, they, are, they know that they have the guy that can win them a Super Bowl. 
I mean, he, he is doing what Pat Mahomes did early in his career. And it's really great to see young quarterbacks like him and Lamar Jackson uh, step to the forefront as Mahomes has done in previous years. I love the Eagles. I love Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts not healthy, and that's the one thing that keeps me from really going all in on the Eagles. So I'm buying with the Bengals. Yeah, I've said before. I've always I've wondered if Joe Burrow hadn't missed his chances to win one, and that we wouldn't be talking about Joe Burrow the way we talk about Dan Marino. That every sentence has that yeah, but thing to it. The oh, one man. of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but he just kept getting stuck and couldn't win a championship. I wondered that when the Bengals started this year. So, I mean, the window will close. I, I'm with you. I don't think it's closed now. I don't. I mean, they're too good. They're they're pretty well rounded. I don't think they're as well rounded as the as the Ravens, though. So, but no, but you want no part of them at this point. You really don't. And I don't care where you play them. It doesn't matter to that guy. He really he really is not phased by anything. Yeah, I really think uh, Patrick Mahomes making chicken salad out of chicken dung with that receiving core is caught up to him. I don't think I don't think he can produce the kind of magic two years in a row that he that he did last year. That's going to get them over the hump. But they come up against the Bengals. I think they're going to lose. Do a moment of jackassery. I can't help this. I'm going to do it. It's a moment of jackassery. What the hell does that even mean? Maybe you should think about just kicking a football uh, for I a living. I, I'll do I'll do a moment of Jack Ashery, but I but it's the funniest thing ever. I mean, for me, it makes me laugh every time I see it. Jerry Jones with the glory hole thing is just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I won't be some glory hole. <laughs> oh my God! Can you call eighty-one-year-old man a jackass when he makes you laugh like that? I don't know. I don't know if that. I, I mean, he's, he said it He said it at a training camp um, preseason interview that I was at like eight years ago. It's on YouTube. You got to – you can probably hear me laughing in the background. There's a there's 100 people in there, and he, and he, and he revitalized it again uh, this past couple of weeks ago. So um, I love me some Jerry Jones, and uh, that glory hole gets what, me every You know, time. said, what does he think he's saying? Like <laughs> – where? I think he, what he's saying. <laughs> it makes it even funnier. <laughs> oh my God! He's not talking about. He's not talking about jump, jumping into the Marianas Trench. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He's talking about something that's that that's giving him pleasure, somewhat. <laughs> so, yeah, his age and his his filter, his lack of filter, and the fact that it's just Jerry Jones. Who's just a just a he's great copy. I mean, I'll never get tired of Jerry Jones. As a as a person who writes for a living, I'll never get tired of Jerry. He makes me laugh, and if that's a jack, if, if if that makes him a jackass, he's the funniest jackass out there. The jackassery is anyone who says due process about Michigan again. My head explodes. If I hear due process again and again and again. I'm going to throw up on my shoes. I don't know who in their right mind has equated the Big Ten and football practice and football games to the concept of due process. It's laughable and pathetic at the same time. It's used over and over again. Desmond Howard made a fool out of himself today, having said it no less than 75 times, as if Jim Harbaugh were taken away in shackles or something. It was 
the idea that people are just throwing around the term due process with no context whatsoever. Jim Harbaugh is not facing any criminal proceeding. Jim Harbaugh is not even going to lose any money. Jim Harbaugh is not wrongly prosecuted of anything. He's not criminally prosecuted or even criminally accused of anything. So all of you fools, please stop saying due process. Please just stop. I can tolerate the Donald Trump 2.0 defense of I never knew that guy and they did it too. That's even more tolerable to me than due process. It's disgusting. It's stupid. And it's being said all the time on the network that I'm on right now. All right, Seth, as always, good stuff, man. Good talking to you. Thank you, brother. You send a guy to Rutgers. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the best porn name or the worst porn name, Connor Stallions? Uh, Best ever. Yeah. Best ever. Yeah. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. Yeah, I think it's good, too. Yep. There's a movie somewhere, Hot and Saucy Pizza Girls with hot with Connor Stallions. I don't know what the title's going to be, but it's got to be qualified with Connor Stallions. He's got to be in there. He's got to be in there. He's got he's, he's got a shot at this. It's a sex movie with a guy wearing a headset the whole time. <laughs> he's already got the fake mustache. Exactly. All right, man. See ya. Later, later, brother. This is buy or sell.